This is Digital Marketing Fastlane. This podcast will show you how to build, launch, grow, and scale a widely successful online business. Listen to real conversations with proven practical strategies and success stories. You're going to learn how to generate more traffic, more sales, more profit, and customer lifetime value for your online store. Coming to you from the online marketing experts at Voy Media, here's your host, Kevin Urrutia. Hey everybody, it's Kevin Urrutia here from Digital Marketing Fastlane. I'm here joined with Eric Bofu. Hey Eric, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good. We talked about Snapchat in the past, but here at the agency, we're just seeing so much success at Snapchat ads. We have a ton of brands right now that we work with that are getting anywhere between four to seven X ROAS on Snapchat, which is great. So we're going to talk about some of the benefits of Snapchat. Absolutely love advertising on Snapchat. And here's basically the agenda, the main points, the low competition combined with the high usage, it's such a fast growing platform. The ad creative, the way you can use that is really smart. The customer service for the advertiser is huge. That's something we're going to talk about. And then the platform itself for advertisers is very user-friendly, even better than Facebook. It's the best ad platform I've seen. The first thing we're going to talk about, what we mean by low competition, high usage. And yeah, low CPMs is the first thing that becomes extremely obvious. Basically, we would run Snapchat ads and Facebook ads simultaneously for a brand. And... We get the same click-through rates, like maybe 3 to 5% click-through rates, which, by the way, is great. In Snapchat, it's a swipe-up rate, so it's a little different, but people swiping up instead of clicking. The CPMs on it were so low, like 5-cent CPMs, like insanely low CPMs. So, like, the cost per swipe-up is really, really cheap, probably a tenth of the cost per click on Facebook ads. That was really, really good. You know, I can lower your cost per acquisition. I can get you a lot of traffic to your website for very little money. You can retarget them later on any other platform, basically. It's a really smart move. We did it even more effectively with lead generation clients. They get a free lead magnet, so the swipe up rate is super high. It's just a really good way to get a lot of traffic very cheap. It's a fast-growing platform. So many people are on it. It kind of leads into misconceptions. These will help you. Because a lot of advertisers, even in our industry, maybe even when we first started maybe a year ago on our team, we're saying, oh, we should try Snapchat ads. People in our circle, in the Facebook groups, in like the media buying community, they're like, oh, it's just teenagers. And that was completely not true, especially when we started launching ads. We targeted male demographic in the 20s, and they were doing great. But obviously, it skews younger than maybe Facebook with 60-year-olds uh, on it, but it's growing. Those misconceptions help you because it keeps these brands and these advertisers out of it. That's what makes the CPMs low. I think the misconception too is where people are saying like on Snapchat, people don't buy, but we're seeing tons and tons of people buying. Teenagers now are very different than teenagers when we were actual teenagers. There is buying power in Gen Z. It's just what they spend money on is so different from what you were like when you were a kid. They're spending it on Clash of Clans or these like games or these little apps or streetwear that you never heard of that they go crazy for. Their idols, their celebrities are like these TikTokers who have 100 million followers you never heard of. It's just one of the many misconceptions just culturally that a lot of advertisers and agency owners and CMOs, these old-fashioned people have about a younger generation. They buy stuff when they know it resonates with them. They're clearly not going to buy like utensils for the kitchen. It's not what they're thinking about. So it's a different type of audience. We have a brand, Eric, you know, who kills it on Snapchat. 
because it is that 18 to like 24 year old crowd that loves these products. We're getting what between eight to 10 extra turn ad spend. The product that is not a necessity at all, right? You know, it's not like toilet paper in mass that you might get on Amazon. They just need it because it's like, they'll look cool, right? And that's what it is. They you look cool, you look nice. Let's talk about Snapchat ad creatives. They have obviously the single image or video ads. They have the story ads. Those are the ones that, if you go to like discovery section on Snapchat, that's the one that's an image. And then when you click on it, it turns into like a video. Those are really great. These are called like discovery ads as well. You have like product catalog ads and sort of see different products. And they also have collection ads. And then other things that they have is filters. So you can do filter ads as well. Snapchat is getting better with the ad types that they're giving you, but they do have a lot that you can play with, especially when you're already doing a lot of these ads on Facebook, since it's that vertical format that you can just quickly change over to Snapchat. When we start with the brand on Snapchat, we're already running their Facebook, Instagram ads. One of the things we do try, we're marketers, we're people. We like to be efficient. It's not lazy, but it is worth trying. If you have an Instagram story style ad that is very effective, we launch it on Snapchat ads. And a lot of the times it does pretty well. So depending on the niche, but that's a good way to start. If you're making the story ads anyway, just try it on Snapchat. Another thing, a lot of ads that do really well are user-generated content on Snapchat. It's very native for Snapchat. A lot of marketers worship user-generated content, Facebook, Instagram, every platform, but it's even more effective on Snapchat because it's so native to the platform. You know, that's the kind of content that establishes trust, like a user-generated content style review video. If so, if you use an influencer or someone who's relatively known, or even just someone who's a great content creator, maybe a micro-influencer, but they just make great content, good charisma, they have, like, they're very funny. That's the best way to do it. Super easy to reproduce. That's another benefit as a marketer. Literally can just do this right now and take my phone and make user-generated content video. On Facebook, Instagram, it'll work too. And on Snapchat, it's even better. Snapchat just works even better because it's so native and it's just like that vertical format. One key thing though with a Snapchat creator, you need to have a clear call to action, like swipe up. You need to put that call to action. People need to know what to do. And I think this is a mistake a lot of brands make is that they're hoping their users know what to do. But no, just tell them, swipe up. And you could even spice it up. Don't just say swipe up. Like part of the content could be swipe up to change your life. Swipe up to really make that change you want. Swipe up to get whatever benefit this product gives you. Buy now could be like, get it now, purchase now. How do you spice it up to sort of what you want? We as an agency, we have a Facebook marketing partner. She's phenomenal. Up until then, I've been working with Facebook customer service, God bless them, but such a huge platform, it's hard to be so efficient in customer service. So many different users, so many questions, especially a lot of them are about their policy. Things get disabled for no reason. They don't answer you. A robot answers you. It sends you a link to like, oh, this is the rules. Just read our policy. It's like if you get pulled over and arrested and you ask, what did I do wrong, officer? And he gives you a copy of the constitution. When you're spending so much money in ads and you get disabled, you're talking to a robot or someone who like is really disconnected. Even if you do ask, like, there's no real follow-up. Until we had our superhero preferred agency partner, we really had almost no success with customer service on Facebook. Snapchat is the total opposite of this. They absolutely love talking to you. They respond instantly. Hop, ask them for an email, someone else to schedule a call, no problem. They send you a lot of documents. Snapchat to help you decide because they're kind of salespeople too. They know they're up against Facebook. They know the advertisers are deciding between them and Facebook and now TikTok even. 
So it's a much different mentality. They've seen advertisers complain about Facebook and they want to at least make it better. How can you distinguish yourself? That's sort of what they're trying to do. Of course, Facebook is Facebook and this is how you can distinguish yourself from another company, right? Customer mm -hmm. service. Because it makes such a big difference, especially yeah. the product that you need to use. People are new to the platform. They will have a lot of questions. That's as much of an issue as Facebook, but they're there to help you navigate the user experience. It's kind of a great segue into the next topic if you want to talk about that, which is their user experience. Very user friendly. It's almost, I just have more questions about the capabilities. Can I do this lookalike style audience on Facebook? They're familiar with what all that means. Whereas if I talk to a Facebook person, sync with Shopify, or you have a Shopify question, half the time they ask you, what is Shopify? Easiest platform to use. Kevin, I know you're in the ads platform too a lot. What do you think about their user friendliness? Yeah, it's super easy. It's quick, simple. One thing that I don't like though about the Snapchat app platform, you don't have the ability to do purchases until you spend a certain amount or unlock it. Whereas Facebook is you get this automatically, which is an interesting thing that Snapchat doesn't have yet. But other than that, the platform's super easy to use. One thing I did wish they told you is when you unlock these sort of things, they either message you or email you. Swipe up, that's the first thing you can do on Snapchat. And then if you get X amount a week, then you can get at the cart. And then if you get X amount of at the carts a week, you can now get initiate checkout. If you get X amount initiate checkout, you can then now get the purchase, right? Which is ultimately what you want. Amazing if you could just start off with purchase, but I think they do it because they're trying to gather data. But I wish they, you got this new thing, you may want to switch your campaign to like add to cart. Because right now you just got to keep checking. Wouldn't be surprised if you message their customer service person, just the general customer service box in the corner of your screen on Snapchat Ads Manager and say, hey, can you send me an email when my account unlocks add to cart or purchase? And they actually might. I ask them like the craziest questions and they respond, follow up with an email if I give them an email. Another thing I should mention from an advertiser standpoint, I just say more audiences. I know Facebook a few years ago got rid of their third party data audiences. You know, people who purchased a certain product. Snapchat kind of doubled down on it. They have GameStop purchasers like from specific stores. So you can go very specific with that. I don't know if their algorithm is as sophisticated as Facebook's where you can just do completely broad targeting. You want to do a little targeting there, even if it's just a few interests or purchase behaviors. You can still see a lot of this like affinity data. They do a good job of breaking it down and really telling you who these people are. Even if you don't use Snapchat, you can just at least have a pixel. That's something we definitely love about Snapchat and helped out a lot early on, especially with some of the niches we were in were very, very specific. Aren't they very friendly with CBD gray area products? They allow you to advertise a lot of CBD products, anything sort of related to like health or sexual health. There's advantages to being in these gray area niches. A lot of competitors avoid it because their main marketing channels like Facebook might not allow it. Maybe there's some barriers to entry. Snapchat may be a good place to start an alternative to Facebook. We have a ton of experience now running Snap ads, doing Snap creatives. People are looking for other channels where before Facebook was expensive, but now it's like, oh, it's actually getting really expensive. Let's look for other platforms. It gives advertisers other ways to spend their money. And that inherently means that places like Facebook could be like, oh, maybe we are expensive. Maybe they lower our CPMs, right? Because these CPMs are just obviously an auction based, but there's a price set by Facebook. If you think about like the ad revenue, Facebook makes billions on ad spend, almost all that's profit. They could be saying like, okay, we're going to make ads a little cheaper. That way more people can advertise. If it was truly like constraint, they can make it cheaper. They can just 
lower each thing by 20% and obviously make less money. If you're making almost 80% profit margin, right? That probably means that you can eat a lot of costs up by making that stuff cheaper. Would you go as far as saying that any brand you're starting out or you're thinking what I should advertise on should just try Snapchat just to see what happens, even if you don't think your target audience is there? At least get the pixel. At least start collecting the data. Cost per click, cost per swipe up is so cheap on Snapchat. So even if you put 50 bucks a day, something very low on Snapchat, you'll get a lot of clicks, a few hundred clicks or a few hundred website visitors a day. You'll be getting data a lot faster because the cost per swipe up, the cost per traffic is so much cheaper. It's a lower risk test to do, especially if you're having a lot of trouble on Facebook, but your CPMs are killing you. Well, I would definitely try Snapchat. And the thing too, it's like certain angles might work better on Snapchat than on Facebook. This goes back to ease of use and also the riskiness of the platform. Competitions on Facebook don't do well because Facebook just doesn't like competitions. But on Snapchat, you could run a competition and that might be better. Each platform can be used differently. Thanks for listening or watching if you're on YouTube. If you have any questions, email eric at boymedia.com or kevin at boymedia.com. And if you're looking for advertising help, if you're looking for us to run your Snapchat ads, visit boymedia.com. Check us out. Our new website's coming out soon. Like us on YouTube or hit a five-star on iTunes. That way we get more listeners. We have uh, Snapchat case studies too. If you want a little more concrete things of what we do on Snapchat, that why it works, they're going to be on our website soon. But if not, shoot us an email. We'll send you one. Thank you, guys. Talk to you guys soon. This week's episode of Digital Marketing Fastlane was brought to you by the performance marketing experts at Voy Media. Join us again next time as we'll be bringing you more tips, techniques, and know-how to make your online business the very best that it can be. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, we'd love to hear them on Twitter at Voy Media. Thank you.